It's the e-commerce master plan podcast here to help you solve your marketing problems and grow your e-commerce business. Cutting through the hype to bring you inspiration and advice from the e-commerce sector and beyond. Here's your host, Chloe Thomas. Hello and welcome to our latest podcast. I'm Chloe and it's great to have you guys out there listening. Um, A little uh, announcement, I suppose, is that I am intending on keeping this podcast a COVID-19 free zone. Uh, I'm not planning on covering it. I'm not planning on asking any of the guests about how they're dealing with it. I kind of want it to be like a little respite from all that's going on out there, because personally, I'm finding a bit of normality is doing my, my mind and my heart a whole pile of good. So I hope you're all keeping safe out there. Uh, but this will be the first and last mention, I suspect, of COVID-19 on the show. So just do tune in and you will get a little respite from all the crazy that's going on out there and all the, the noise and everything that's going on. But do take care of yourselves. Now, a few of you have been in touch recently, um, so I thought I'd do a little shout out to Ben Youngs and John Davies. Um, Thanks, guys, for getting in touch. It's great to hear how you've been using the podcast to help you in your business, because it's always nice to hear from listeners. So please do get in contact um, with me. You'll find all the details on the website. Um, If you've got anything you want to let me know, anything you want to tell me you like, you don't like, uh, you know, feedback in general, always a good thing. Now, in today's episode, I'm catching up with an e-commerce veteran. He's very honest in this uh, this interview about how things are going on his business, and he shares a lot of great stuff, including differentiation, competitive advantage, dealing with your competitors, finding agencies, and a whole lot more. Plus, quite frankly, far too many book recommendations. Um, before we get into all of that, though, please do check out the sponsors. This podcast is sponsored by Klaviyo, the most recommended growth marketing platform on the market. Klaviyo helps more than 28,000 e-commerce brands globally to grow their businesses through high-value customer relationships. From a shopper's first impression to each subsequent purchase, Klaviyo understands every interaction, empowering brands to create more personalised marketing moments. When you have a 360-degree view of the customer, the growth possibilities are endless. And the results speak for themselves. Klaviyo customers have made more than £2.8 billion in revenue through Klaviyo in the last year alone. Visit klaviyo.com forward slash masterplan. That's K-L-A-V-I-Y-O dot com slash masterplan. USPS shipping rates are increasing, so now is the time to save with SEMPRO Online from Pitney Bowes. You'll save up to 40% off USPS Priority Mail, plus for being an e-commerce master plan listener, you'll receive a free 30-day trial to get started and a free £10 scale to ensure that you never overpay. With SEMPRO Online from Pitney Bowes, it's just click, send and save for as low as $4.99 a month. Go to pb.com forward slash masterplan to access this special offer for a free 30-day trial plus a free £10 scale to get started. That's pb.com slash masterplan. Experience a savings in your shipping costs with a free trial of Sempro Online from Pitney Bowes. And now to introduce today's special guest. Matt Edmondson is the CEO of The Jersey Company, a group of health, wellness and beauty companies that deliver products and services to over 120,000 loyal customers in the UK and Europe. The group includes the e-commerce business, Jersey Beauty Company, which went online in 2006. And since then, they've achieved global sales of $75 million. That's over 7 million beauty products shipped. Hello, Matt. Hello. 
<laughs> oh, that was a good hello. She's How are great. you? Yeah, I'm great. Thank you, Chloe. How are you? All right. We should we should possibly actually let's get it out of the way up front. We, the reason you're you're sounding quite so hello and excited to be here is because you have your own podcast, don't you? I, so you're, yes. you're in the relaxed position of being a guest today. It is so, um, really unusual being the other side of, of, of the equation. I have to be honest, I'm, I'm, I'm thoroughly looking forward to this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no nerves about has it recorded? Am I on the mi- <laughs> right mic for any of that? It's um, all your responsibility now. That's just, yeah, it's, the questions, it's all down everything. To me. I just have to talk. It's beautiful. Yeah, just hope the brain's working and you'll be all right. Um, Matt, given we mentioned your podcast, do you want to let them know what it what it is and where they can find it? Uh, sure, it's called the Curiosity Podcast, and like your show, it's um, it's a, it's a show about e-commerce. Um, you and I have a common passion, don't we? And it's e-commerce, mm-hmm. and we we love it, we enjoy it, and so doing a podcast, you get to speak to some amazing people like yourself you've been on my show which is i have been on your show yeah which is great um and that was a fab show because we we thank you you were a bit of a guinea pig uh on that <laughs> show. Uh, and it worked out super well which i was pleased about and so yeah it's a show about e-commerce and you can find the curiosity podcast on everywhere you get your podcasts from like and itunes it's curiosity with a k isn't it it is it is it's a uh, long story as to why it's curiosity with a k but it is in fact curiosity with a k and now I'm curious. Is there a short version of the K story? Uh, we have a, 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 a an e-commerce company, uh, a web agency called Curious, spelt with a K. And oh. it was just a company that I, I bought the domain. You know, when, I don't know if you're like me. I bought a domain years ago and did nothing with it just because I thought it was a cool name. Mm-hmm. And then eventually that cool name became the name of the company. And so they sponsor the podcast. And so we called it the Curiosity Podcast because it's tied in with the Curious um, and their sponsorship. So it made sense to do with a K. And also because, uh, uh, what's the chap's name? Jonathan Van Nest, I think, does something. Um, Do you know who Jonathan Van Nest is? I've not come across it, but I suspect the listeners may have. Well, he's a, he's a fascinating chap. He, um, He has a podcast called the Curiosity Podcast, I think, but spelled properly. Um, as in with a C, not with a K. Mm-hmm. And Jonathan Van Nest is one of the co-hosts of Queer Eye, in the fashion show uh, on Netflix. Yeah. He's a guy mm-hmm. with really long hair, looks like Jesus. Mm-hmm. And he um, he's quite an extraordinary character. And so um, that's an, no, another reason. I didn't want to get confused to be Jonathan Van Nest. There can only be one Jonathan Van Nest in the world. And uh, I could not be a, a, an imitation of him. <laughs> Well, um, I've managed to, you may be feeling quite smug, Matt, as a podcast host, I've just managed to completely destroy my own script. The listeners will be going, really, Chloe, why? Why are you talking about this at this point in the show? You don't usually talk about this till the end of the show. Oh, Sorry, is that guys. why? It's cause- <laughs> yeah. They're all going, why are you talking about this now? You should be asking him how he got started in e-commerce. And yes, listeners, that's what I'm going to do right now. Excellent. Let's get ourselves back on Excellent. track. It's not just me that messes things up. No, awesome. no. But it will all be fine. It makes um, me feel so much better. See, box put guest at ease ticked. Okay, <laughs> listeners, I'm getting us back on track now. This is, you could tell this is going to be an entertaining show. Uh, Matt, how did you get started in e-commerce back in the beginnings of time? Well, uh, so if I go back, right back to the beginning, um, I I started to write websites um, just as the internet was starting to take off. I need. I, I appreciated the internet was going to get big, and so I learned how to write my own websites, you know, do all the code and all that sort of stuff. This was back in the days where you wrote HTML code in, like, Notepad. Um, it, was, it was just 
you know, pre-Dreamweaver. I remember when I, I first got if anybody knows what Dreamweaver is, listening, they they'll be like, oh wow, this is this I, is going I back a, a long time ago. I did a day course in Dreamweaver. Oh really? Yeah. Oh well. Never used it, but I did. I got and then and uh, I think the person giving the course was giving away illegal copies of Dreamweaver. Oh well, uh, back which in the I days when you could. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. On like you know CDs, and <laughs> I never even got as far as loading that onto my computer. So yeah. So wow. right back at the beginning, yeah, you're creating websites. Yeah, and I think I I was doing my websites, and I thought, geez, you know what, um, this whole e-commerce thing just sounded really fascinating to me. And so I wanted to know if I could write an e-commerce website. Um, and so I went to a friend of mine uh, who owned a company called Bliss. They're a tanning supply company. They, they supply, you know, like tanning lotions to tanning salons around the country. And I said, Chris, listen, but I want to set up a, an online site selling stuff online just to see if I can do it. Can I sell your stuff? Um, I just need a trade account. Um, and I just want to buy this stuff on demand. I almost had a dropshipping agreement with him in some respects before dropshipping became well known. And he's like, yeah, sure, go for it. Have a little experiment. And so I set up this website. And six months later, he actually bought that website off me. Um, he was like, this is doing really well. Can I just buy it off you? Um, and I said, sure. Um, and so that was kind of my very first e-commerce website. Um, and we've been doing them ever since. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm on my 19th now. I have nine. I'm on my 19. No, no, 20. I think we've just we're just about to launch a 20th. It's strange how the the longer it goes on, the harder it is to remember the numbers. Yeah, you, you, you stop caring, <laughs> don't you? After a while, it's like when people say to me, "How old are you?" I just, I, I genuinely don't care. <laughs> that's a, that's the answer. I don't, I don't know, and I don't care. Um, I, I'd have to work it out. Yes, I have to think of, I'm the same. I have to think of the year and then work out where we are in the year. And, oh, okay, we're there. I've done, yeah, I've yeah. done some math. I can now tell you how old I am. Yeah, yeah. yeah so, so we're here to talk about the Jersey Beauty Company, which is kind of your, I don't know where it came in the, the order of creation of your e-commerce companies, but it's kind of the standout one. Yeah. Um, it's the one you've, you've done the most kind of crazy stuff with and interesting stuff with. And um, before we get into kind of what's going on at Jersey Beauty, let's just tick off for the audience what what Jersey Beauty actually is. So where in the world are you and where are you selling to? Uh, well, ironically, Jersey Beauty Company is based in Liverpool. Um, it did start off life in Jersey, in the Channel Islands. Uh, and if you're, uh, if you're outside of the UK, Jersey is a small island off the north coast of France. We're not talking New Jersey in the States, but a small, independently it's British part island. part of Britain, yeah. Yeah, it's sort of independently Britain. And it started mm. in Jersey because of years ago, I don't know if you remember, we had the VAT advantage in Jersey. Mm -hmm. And um, so it started there and you could sell products at exactly the same price and make 20% more profit because you didn't have to charge VAT or the sales tax, um, which was amazing, really. Uh, but through a series of uh, unfortunate events, like the movie, um, it couldn't stay in Jersey. So we ended up moving it to Liverpool, which is where I've lived for almost 30 years now, um, and ran the operation from Liverpool, England. So that's where we are. Okay. And uh, you're selling across the UK and Europe, aren't you? Do you, do, do you sell beyond that? Uh, not on Jersey Beach Company, we don't. Um, that's because of restrictions from the suppliers saying you can only, you know, sell in Europe. I think a lot of suppliers in the beauty industry would like it that you only sold in the UK. And maybe they will now say that you can only sell in the UK following Brexit. But um, yeah, it's just the UK and Europe. 
Yeah, so it, so the product we should say it's you're not create you've not created your own beauty products. You are retailing strong brand names that people would be familiar with. That is correct for about six more weeks. Ooh, yeah, yeah. In six weeks, we're launching our own uh, beauty product, um, a face serum, which we're super excited about. Um, so yeah, we have we have dabbled in launching our own skincare brand. We launched our own skincare brand, oh, geez, back in 2013. Um, and it did okay. It didn't break any records. Um, and we thought, actually, that doesn't make sense for us. So we focused in a lot more. We're just doing a single product now. Um, but that gets launched in six weeks. Oh, exciting, which actually, she says, looking at her calendar, is about the same time as this podcast goes live. So if you oh, head wow. over to Jersey, Jersey Beauty, guys, you may well be able to see that brand new face serum, which I'm guessing the second it's launched is going to be taking over the homepage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, have, I have no doubt about it, yes. Uh, it will not have my face next to it for obvious reasons. Um, but yes, it will be definitely taking over the site. It's called Sudaria. We've got this really funky name. Um, I don't know if you're, if you're like me, Clary, when it comes to naming things, I genuinely find that really hard. It's one of the, the trickiest things, right? I have a habit of coming up with business names that people can't remember. So the first, <laughs> the first one of those was Indium Online, which was a marketing agency, uh, which some people thought was Iridium which is another metal okay. off the uh, yeah, yeah. periodic table. Yeah. And one client kept calling Imodium Digital, which was... Uh, <laughs> Did they have stomach issues? Well, I don't know. I, I never was brave enough to ask. <laughs> and actually, e-commerce master plan is not the greatest name in the world either. As a lot of people think it's master class, okay. um, which, which is problematic. Yeah. And one person's e-commerce is not another person's e-commerce. So it's... That um, is very, very true. Yeah, and then there's Very a whole do you put a dash in it or not, and oh, yeah. So I have a history of terrible business names. Well, you and me both, and uh, naming our skincare product was probably the most complicated part of the entire process. Let me tell you, and um, the rest of it was an absolute doddle. But it's called Sudoria, and yeah, in about six weeks' time, hopefully that'll launch. Oh, exciting! Okay, um, and what platform are you using? Are you Magento, Shopify, or something bespoke? Uh, we use the Curious Digital platform. Um, ah. Yeah, so hence the Curious sort of tie-in. But um, yeah, it's a, a bizarrely, the, the, it's a platform years ago I wrote. So I wrote the code to our very first e-commerce website. You understand I've not done any coding in about 10 years. Um, yeah, I, I can't ask you any techie questions. So you can Yeah, relax. no, don't, because I would not have a clue. Uh, there are some very clever people uh, in our organization, and I'm just blown away by how smart they are. Um, but yeah, I this platform developed and evolved with our e-commerce businesses over the over the years. And um, as our businesses grew and became more and more successful, more and more people said to us, well, can we just use your platform, right? Can we? And so... Um, that has now grown into its own full-scale e-commerce platform called Curious Digital, which we're super proud of, actually. It's a really great platform. Very cool. With a K, as With we a said K. a couple of times now. <laughs> yeah. I was going to remember the K thing now. To our, yeah, yeah, just remember <laughs> the K thing. But let's refer back to our previous comments about not naming things very well. Uh, this, <laughs> this would be one of them. Okay. And... Um, what does your team look like? The team for, for Jersey Beauty look like? Are you doing it all in-house? Have you outsourced anything? How many of you are there? 
Oh, there's a whole bunch of us. So, um, yeah, and it's it's great actually. We we sort of when Jersey took off and it grew up, it was at that time when there wasn't actually any e-commerce platform, any serious e-commerce platform around. You kind of you looked at things and you thought, well, geez, that's not really what I need. So you ended up back then writing your own platform. I don't know if you remember mm-hmm. these days, and you just this is just mm-hmm. what you did, right? Which is how this whole thing evolved. And so we've always had this thing with Jersey. Let's keep it as much in-house as we can. So we have marketing teams, we have a guy that does video and graphics. Um, you know, we've got uh Michelle, who's the main director of the business. She's brilliant and she runs it. And we've got Julie in customer service, who is I've known her for years and she's awesome. And you know, ends up doing I can only describe it as pastoral care on the phone. It's <laughs> remarkable customers calling in and just end up pouring out their hearts to Julie uh, and she talks to them and it's brilliant and lovely. Um, yeah, so we've got warehouse staff, we've got um, and so the only thing that I do outsource, uh, if I'm being totally honest, is paid media. We do outsource that. We found a really great company to work with there. And when you say paid media, are you talking Google ads, Facebook ads, and anything else that you can manage to pay for online? Yeah, pretty much Google and Facebook for Jersey. Uh, they're the two main places that you would want to advertise. Um, and uh, a little bit of Amazon as well. Um, we do do paid media on Amazon. Um, and yeah, that works That works super well for us. And outsourcing that has worked super well. And are you happy to name them? I don't know what his company's called. It's called Ross. Ross, Snappify Marketing, I think that's what we call him. I just call him Ross. He's a local guy. Um, a friend of mine mentors him, and uh, he sent him along to me a few years ago and said, oh, you should talk to this guy, Ross. I think he could do with your help. And you know when you just like somebody? Mm-hmm. And Ross is a cool guy. We're both big Liverpool football club fans, which I think always helps. And <laughs> um, he came, and I just remember him sitting in my office, and I thought I said to him, I said, hey, Ross, let me give you a shot at the title, bro. Let's see what you can do. Work with us. And so, yeah, he, um, he he launched his business. He started with us, which was great. And he's got people that work for him now. And yeah, he's 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 done great. Isn't it? It's it's amazing how often the the right supplier sometimes comes to you via the strangest of mediums. Yeah, yeah, it's you cool. Know? Isn't it? It's cool. And and how often it's as much about their skill set as it is about their relationship abilities and how mm. they choose to work. Mm. Yeah, totally. You know? Yeah, totally. I often I often hear people talking about some outsourced marketing person they've got and um you're kind of like, Well, that works for you, but my dear God, I couldn't cope with someone like that. <laughs> you know? <laughs> or or that's not how I'd want them to work for me. But it is which I think is why it's so important to really look if you're gonna outsource something, you have to find the right solution for you, not just do yeah, the same thing that someone totally. else has done. And who works with it? I mean, it, it wasn't just me Ross needed to get on with. It was the, the marketing team and had to really mm. connect with them and win them over. And the other great thing about Ross was when he came to us, um, he was he was new, he was fresh-faced, and he was quite hungry. Um, I would never have gone to, and I mean this with all due respect, to you know, an established paid media agency. I wouldn't have gone to an established paid media agency and said, listen, can you take on our paid media? Um, but I quite like the new guys, um, the hungry mm. guys. Um, maybe they don't have as much experience, but you know what? They work hard at making those customer relationships, right? 
Usually. Nice. Usually. Yes, usually, usually. Yes. There's always that's always the caveat, isn't it? Yeah, usually. Yeah, usually. <laughs> Most of them. <laughs> yes. Usually. I could tell you stories where it didn't work out quite like that. Uh, but on the whole, I'm 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 pretty pleased with those guys. They're great. Yeah, I think I think we can possibly uh, one thing I can probably say for certain about all the people listening to this is that every single one of you knows someone who you wish you'd never hired. <laughs> yeah, we've all got those horror stories, you know. Yeah. Hindsight is a wonderful thing. And if only I could somehow, you know, bag that, I'd be a wealthy guy. Mm. So um, you are operating Jersey Beauty in a very competitive market. You mentioned about, you know, the suppliers. So mm-hmm. the, the brand owners, they are quite difficult to work with at times because they have those restrictions and those things in their agreements, which, so you, you don't have the freedom of someone who's just selling whatever they want to. Um, no, rather than them being difficult, I mean, it's kind of, it's a complex Oh, no, they're an absolute pe- Out of all the suppliers <laughs> that we have, there's like two or three of them I actually enjoy working with. The others are a pain in the backside. They really are. I mean, egotistical, maniacal, self-centered, selfish. I mean, use whatever words you like. This is the beauty industry. And I, I'm quite happy to, to sit here and slate it. Um, so it's it's a <laughs> it's a competitive cutthroat marketplace with yeah, difficult yeah, relationships with the suppliers. Yeah. And of course, you're not the only online seller of beauty products that they're dealing with. So how do you go about dealing with the, the, those competition levels that you have no control over? And I guess differentiating in that marketplace. Yeah, I mean that's a that's always a great question, isn't it? I think um because you, you can look at your competitors and you can say, right, well, who are my competitors? Well, number one, you're going to have Amazon on your list, right? How do I compete with Amazon? Um, but then there's going to be a bunch of companies like you, like Jersey, maybe a similar size, similar setup, been around a similar length of time. In fact, there's two or three companies that have been. And I know the guys that run those businesses. Every now and again, we get together and have a beer and a chat. Um, and I think... It's a really interesting question, like how do you deal with your competitors? And I think fundamentally there are two rules that I would go by. Number one, understand what is going on with your competitors. I mean, follow their metrics as close as you can, and there's a lot of data out there which you can get. Uh, But, and I would say rule number one being the most important rule, is simply this. You have got to learn to be yourself in a way that is attractive to your customer because people buy from personality and they they if you do you really well if you do customer service well if you do great value products well if your customer service just shines you know how you send the parcel everything all of those things if it ties in with who you are as a brand your matches your values and people connect with those values then great um you know one of the things that we've done really well i think over years is we've we've actually had a voice and an opinion in the beauty industry. So if you think about how the beauty industry is totally built on this idea of what I call shame, and what Mm -hmm. I mean by that is they they shame you. They show you a photograph of someone who has got better skin or, you know, whatever it is, you know, that they're trying to sell. And that photograph's not real. It's been photoshopped, but they're going to show you anyway. And then they're going to say, listen, you don't measure up to this. You need our product to measure up to that standard, right? Uh, They come out with terms like anti-aging. We were talking about this yesterday, like anti-aging. Why why is that even a thing? Why Why do we as a society think aging's a bad thing? 
I mean, if I'm still here in a year's time, I'm I've aged. That's a good thing, right? <laughs> I, I genuinely yeah. think that's positive, and I'm like, oh, okay. So I'm, I, I, I just think about these things slightly differently, I guess. And so, as a company, we were very clear. We didn't want to get involved in shaming. We didn't want to use you know, phrases like anti-aging and all that. So our own skincare products, we never use those kind of phrases. Um, we were very careful on the images that we used. Um, in fact, I just checked now on our homepage, there's a picture of Michelle, who's the MD. We use real people. Um, mm-hmm. And we did this really well, I think, back before it was cool and trendy, you know, before yeah. it became the, the thing to do. And so people connected well with that. Um, people connected with us on that. And I, th- and I, I think we did that that great, actually. And I, I, I get completely everything you're saying, but I just want to kind of come back to one point you said quite early on there, which was, you know your competitors personally and you go for a beer with them every now and then, mm-hmm. which I think a lot of people just see their competitors and think, oh, I couldn't ever possibly, I mustn't talk to them. I must always see them as the enemy. But actually it's, yes, you've, you've got to be aware of what they're doing and you've got to keep an eye on what they're up to. And you've got to see them as a little bit like an enemy all the time. Mm-hmm. But it's an incredibly cathartic thing to meet up with people doing something similar to you. I mean, we both run e-commerce podcasts mm-hmm. and we, we, we have a, a good natter every time we catch up about what's going on in that world and other worlds. But it, it, it's the same with other e-commerce businesses. If there's other people doing similar things to you, there's a lot to be said for getting together with them and just kind of, you know, turning off all the recorders <laughs> and having a good old natter over a pint yeah, of beer. Yeah, absolutely. Why not? These are These are real people with real problems. Do you know what I mean? And it's... Um, and nine times out of ten, they're actually really good people. They're not. It's not like they're out to chef. And if they are, just don't hang out with them. But um, yeah. I think I think you're totally right. Go have a beer. Go hang out. And you know what? This whole idea that um, I, I have it with people all the time. It's like, well, why would I want to go do that? I don't want them finding out about what we're doing. Let me tell you, they already know. Yes. If you, if you're <laughs> really good at something, they already know. They genuinely do because. If you're a limited company, they can see your account. So they know your sales, right? Um, they can see the emails that you send out. They can see what you put on social media. They can go to your website, look at your bestsellers. They could go to a website like SimilarWeb and see what mm-hmm. kind of traffic you're getting. I mean, they already know. If they've got half a brain, they know. So trying to hide it, just get together yeah. and have a beer and have a laugh. It's, it's much more interesting. Life's too short. Well, indeed. And then there's a lot of things which which they can share with you, which may help you along the way as well, I'm sure. Well, actually, you learn a lot more than you think, right? You genuinely yeah. learn a lot more than you think. And that's um, that's a beautiful thing about it. You know, I, I don't mind getting together with my competitors. I love the fact that we chat, you know, similar podcasts, you mm. know, and it, why not? Why not share? When you're on my podcast, I'm happy and vice versa, you know. Yeah. Hey, go, list, go subscribe to Chloe's podcast. Why would you not do that? Because you are going to learn something really cool about e-commerce. Just go for it, you know. Um, it, it, I suppose at this point I should say and Matt's podcast too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> Just to keep, more keep the goodness flowing like, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but do you know what I mean? I, I, with, I joke, there's a chap called Craig who runs one of our competitors' websites. He's a cool bloke. And um, he always used to say to us, and I, and I thought it was really cool, you know, if if somebody called him and said, listen, I want to buy, I don't know, Dermalogica Skin Smoothing Cream. Um, and he found out they were already a customer of Jersey. He's like, well, why have you come to us? Jersey are cool. Just buy from Jersey. Um, and we didn't try and steal each other's customers. Like I, mm. if you typed in their name on the, you know, on Google, 
I didn't pay Google to appear in the AdWords underneath their name. Yes. And vice versa. Do you know what I mean? And so we're just like, let's just get on. Everybody get on. Let's 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 not do that. I don't need to go and steal your business that way. I'm gonna build mine, you build yours, and together we'll prosper, right? And so we'll build the industry, which is what we did, and it's been it's been great. And that, of course, works really well when, as you were saying, you you know who you are as a business and why customers come to you. Because if you're constantly trying to copy a competitor, then you're going to lose lose track anyway of what you should be doing. Yeah, totally. but um, but and that comes from knowing who you are and who you want to do what, who who you are and what customers you want to serve and how you want to serve them. Mm-hmm. So something which you've always at Jersey being kind of ahead of the curve on is the content side of things mm. because which I think fits completely with what you're saying you know the what, what's the kind of the key thing you know not using the anti-aging and all that kind of thing and you you actually had a podcast at Jersey Beauty yeah we did uh, back in the mid 2000s mm. and then you're very very hot on the whole video education piece to this mm. day so is it has it always been a conscious thing to put that content out there to educate and to build that relationship with customers yeah we realized you know when you're when you're looking at your competitors and you're like well why would somebody come to us what is it that we're doing um a friend of mine used this analogy he said imagine you're driving down a road and you're in your car and your car needs petrol. You're running out of petrol. And the road is it's, it's late at night. Um, you're on your own. You're female. You're driving down the road. And in front of you are two petrol stations selling petrol at exactly the same price. Mm-hmm. But one of them you pull into and the other one you don't. And the question was, what, what caused you to go one to the other, all things being equal? And he said, for me, it was because the petrol station on the left had the lights on, uh, whereas the one on the right didn't. And it was something as simple as that that attracted the passing customer at that time of the night. And I think, you know, we looked at our competitors, we looked at the industry, we understood who we were as a voice, what we wanted to say, we understood our values and we're like, how do we do something that's different? How do we stand out in this very noisy crowd? And how do I do that metaphorical turning on the lights for our petrol station and um, for us um content and education around content was the most blindingly obvious thing that we could do super well that wasn't being done by anybody else and we thought yeah we should we should give this a good crack and um and that's sort of why we went down that road E-commerce master plan is supported by some of the greatest companies in the e-commerce sector here's a reminder of who they are How are the leading D2C brands growing their business? They're using Klaviyo, the growth marketing platform chosen by over 28,000 global innovative online brands. Klaviyo believes in supporting growth, which is why they won't tie you into lengthy contracts, hidden setup or support fees, or feature-based pricing. With a platform that is both powerful and easy to use, it's no surprise so many brands have switched to Klaviyo. Looking for one more compelling reason? Brands switching to Klaviyo see an average of 62 times ROI on their investment. Ready to learn more? Visit klaviyo.com forward slash masterplan. That's K-L-A-V-I-Y-O dot com slash masterplan. 
USPS shipping rates are increasing, so now is the time to save with SEMPRO Online from Pitney Bowes. Starting at $4.99 per month, you can also calculate exact postage online, print shipping labels and stamps right from your computer, schedule package pickups and track shipments from departure to arrival, save up to $0.05 cents on every letter and up to 40% off USPS priority mail. Go to pb.com forward slash masterplan to access this special offer for for a free 30-day trial plus a free £10 scale to get started. That's pb.com slash masterplan. Experience a saving in your shipping costs with a free trial of SEMPRO Online from Pitney Bowes. It's time for the Top Tips Round. Okay, I love this section because it gives me and our listeners some really quick ideas for taking our businesses to the next level. Matt, you've given us quite a few ideas already, so I'm guessing we're going to get some really good answers from for you from you here. No pressure at all, sir. Yeah, none taken. <laughs> okay, the book top tip. If everyone listening to this podcast agreed to take Friday off and read a book to make their business better, which book would you recommend? Oh, geez, you know what? I wish I could show you my bookshelves because I am an avid book reader. I must read 100 books a year, right? Um, I am a big fan of reading and just figuring out. So I would say to you, well, if you're struggling with understanding your culture and your values, read Delivering Happiness by Tony Shea, because that's a great book. Um, If you're trying to understand business strategy, read Good to Great, because that's quite fun. If you're struggling with execution, um, The Four Disciplines of Execution is a great book. Um, If you like a novel, anything with Jack Reacher in is going to be good um because i'm a big jack reacher fan of course your book's on my shelf chloe your new e-commerce marketing book i enjoyed that which is great uh thought i'd plug that the book that i'm enjoying the most at the moment is called um the relentless elimination of hurry which is uh it's a very um it's a deeply challenging book about this idea of resting and the uh, the idea of not being constantly on the go, which for someone like me is actually uh, very difficult because I like to always be on the go. Um, So, yeah, there's lots of books. I I think it would depend. If it was my kids, How to Win Friends and Influence People, the Dale Carnegie book. Jeez, I mean, it's such a good book. So many good top tips in there. But, yeah. I have to bus in here, Matt, because I can see you looking at the bookshelf as yeah. we're as we're we're recording this. And I'm slightly worried you're just going to tell us everything that's on there. So yeah, we're yeah, gonna going to move on. Yeah, yeah, let's move on. Sorry, I've not given you, know. you one answer. Um, no, you did. I, I think we'll we'll take the relentless elimination of hurry as the key <laughs> answer, the one you're most excited about at the moment, because I think that's something we could all do within our lives. Right, the traffic top tip: which marketing method do you either prize above all others or think doesn't get the press it deserves? Oh, now that's a fascinating question. Um, I the the traffic methodology that I prize above all else. So if you if I was to say to you, right, um, well let's take the skincare, right? So we're going to launch a new skincare product in six weeks, the Sudaria like mm-hmm. I told you. How am I going to market that? What route am I going to choose? Um, what is my favorite marketing method? And the honest answer is. Uh, whatever's going to work for that product, wherever the customers are. It's a bit cliche. Um, We will do a lot of research. We'll understand where those customers are and we will market in that arena. So for that clientele, it is going to be Facebook. There's no doubt about it. And we will do a lot of paid media um, around that um, and a lot of content around that. Uh, If I was doing something else, it might be a different 
method entirely. So I don't have one rule fits all other than I just go where the customers are. Excellent. Words to live by, go where the customers are. Um, the tool top tip, maybe a collaboration tool, a social media plugin, a phone app, or just a way of working. Is there a cool little tool you use that makes you and your team more efficient from day to day? Slack. We are big users of Slack. Um, love Slack, think it's brilliant. Uh, the other one that we've used or I've started to use recently, I'm really enjoying is Notion. Have you come across Notion? Not come across Notion. I was looking for an alternative to Evernote because Evernote has been, well, it's been disappointing of late and I was a big Evernote fan. And uh, so I've tried Notion um, and that's working super well. We use it for the podcast. We use it um, for brainstorming and tracking ideas. Uh, you it's, it's a really great little tool. So, yeah, if you've got a team, definitely look at Notion. Notion's cool. Nice. Okay, the growth top tip. If you met someone today who's focused on growing their e-commerce business from 100 orders per month to 1,000, what would be your number one tip for them? Ah, oh, uh, and this could just be anybody. I'm not, not in any specific industry. In the e-commerce world? In the e-commerce uh, world. So not that specific. Um. I would genuinely say my top tip for growth uh, is figure out a way to present your voice, your brand, your values in a way that resonates with people because nobody else can do that. People can't copy that. And I mean, we talked about it earlier, didn't we? But if you, if you can find it, figure out who you are and understand what your voice is and create content around that in a way that engages your customer you'll grow all day every day um and i would i would i'd probably say my second one i know you asked for one my second one would be forget all this nonsense you see on facebook and instagram like you know instant growth to a hundred thousand followers and all that sort of nonsense and um, there's no quick route um so growth is all about building relationship and building that voice and building that connection conversation with your clients in a way that you know resonates with them. Zig Ziglar said once that sales is all about telling the truth attractively, and I really mm -hmm. like that as a as a as a definition. So figure out a way to tell the truth attractively in a way that engages and resonates with your with your customers. Excellent, Matt. Now, as we mentioned a couple of times, you don't just run um, Jersey Beauty Company. You also spend quite a lot of your time helping other e-commerce business owners. Mm -hmm. So do you want to tell us a bit about that and where people can find you before we say goodbye, please? Yeah, that's the fun part, right? One of the things that happened was um, as uh, Jersey grew and these other e-commerce businesses grew, more and more people kept coming to me and saying, listen, I, can you help us? And the first guy that said that to me, I said, sure. Let me see if my ideas will translate across. Um, and I, I did it as a favor. And it was great fun, actually. And then the second person asked me, I said, sure, I'm going to charge you a little bit of money, though. And he went, okay. And um, and the third person came along and I said, well, I'm going to charge you a bit more money than I charge the second guy. Okay. And basically, I kept doubling the price until somebody said, hang on, Matt, enough's enough. And uh, <laughs> that was how we figured out the pricing. And I'm in this really privileged position, in fact, Next week, I'm getting on a plane and heading off to New Zealand to work with um, clients over there. Um, I get to travel around the world helping people grow their businesses online. And I just, I love it. And it's great fun because I think I learn more than what I give. 
mm-hmm. if that makes sense. You yeah, know this, you go sense. into anybody's business and you just you look at what they do and you go, man, that's a clever idea. And uh, yeah, so I, I have that real joy and privilege and um, I love it. It's great. It's actually stops me getting bored, which is quite nice. Cool. So if someone wants to come along and find out uh, more and potentially get working with you, where do they find you? Uh, just head on over to mattedmondson.com, uh, E-D-M-U-N-D-S-O-N, um, similar to the radio on DJ, but with a U rather than a O. The amount of people that actually hit me up on Twitter thinking I'm the radio on DJ is hysterical. Um, <laughs> and so they say to me, oh, can you play such and such? And I'm like, yeah, sure, just keep listening. You know, it's just it's great. <laughs> and uh, it's good to have a bit of banter. But anyway, you, you know, everywhere you go, whether it's Twitter or Instagram or whatever it is, just search mattedmondson.com and you'll find me. Excellent. Well, Matt, it's been a a sure pleasure for me and hopefully the listeners as well catching up with you. Um, Thanks so much for coming on the podcast. It's been been great having you here. So uh, thank you. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me on the show. Really great. Well, it is always a pleasure to catch up with Matt. Um, Usually we end up talking about all kinds of different things. So it's actually quite nice to find out a bit about what he's been up to at at, uh, Jersey Beauty. And a lot of... um, a lot of good points he made there about how to differentiate yourself from your competitors and how to focus on how you make your business stand out from the crowd, which in this ever more competitive e-commerce space is something which if you want to grow, if you want to stay around, if you want to enjoy profits is the way you need to do things. You can get your hands on the notes from today's show, including all those books that, uh, that Matt recommended there. All the links, uh, details of related episodes and much more by heading over to ecommercemasterplan.com forward slash podcast. And if you're listening via Apple Podcasts or Spotify or one of the other apps, please do give us some feedback via their review app. And as we both said earlier, don't forget to subscribe. I hope you have a great week and keep optimizing. Thank you for listening to the e-commerce master plan podcast. Find out more at ecommercemasterplan.com slash podcast.